Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Live from the rec room. Yeah. Uh, one of my faves. One of my faves. Uh, Richard Reilly. Is it, it's, it's really, isn't it? Really and truly. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, because spe- the spelling is different yeah. on the last name. Yeah. How many times have, have people said Ryle? Uh, Reilly? Uh, how many pronunciations have uh, they had? Reichel. Reichel? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. A, a lot of Reichels. Yeah. A lot of, but that's, that's super German. Yeah. Super, <laughs> super German. Uh, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Well, How's it feel you. to be a, a, at a bar at it's, uh, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Well, better than 5 in the morning when we did Daryl Dawkins oh, here. Oh, boy, <laughs> we, we did. We did Darnell Dawkins here in this bar. I'm surprised you remember that. Oh, sure. You were first shot up of the day. Yeah. It, it was about 5 It was about five a.m. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what my call was. I yeah, don't know what we yeah it was. It was. It was super early. Are you an early guy or a night guy? I'm, uh, I'm, I never sleep. No. No, you don't sleep, do you? No. <laughs> You're always up and at him. You've done, I want to say 200 plus. Is that right? 200 plus movies? Um, I, you know, I don't know. Somebody recently looked it up on the IMDb and said it was three something. No way. Yeah. You've got to be getting up towards like the most of all time, right? Oh, I, I would God, imagine, no. right? Not even close. No. Oh, yeah. No, no. Trey, Trey, Danny Trejo does a lot of movies, too. Danny does. Not, he does many more than I do. You do a lot, though. Yeah. You do your fair share. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. It, it is a pleasure to have you, sir. Oh, it's great to be had. Uh, I know, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Uh, we got some sponsors who actually pay for this whole thing to be on the air, which is which is shocking. Uh, super surprised by that. Oh, that's nice. Uh, first up, first up is a little company called StraightRazors.com. Oh my gosh! Uh, I used them to shave off my mustache. Thank God. Yeah. I, I had, you had think? As, as a must, you, you've had a mustache for how, had, how many years of your life? 
Well, I've had this must I had this mustache when I came to LA and then uh What year? You you care to disclose that? No, of course. I uh, 89. 89, okay. Yeah, and I have been doing a play in New York and they had it and I just had it and then they cast me in Ferris Bueller and they liked it and they kept yep. it. Then uh I uh they were shooting uh, um, Star Trek Next Generation next door to us on the Paramount lot. Sure. And they said, we want you to do one, but you have to shave your mustache. I said, fine. I, you know, on, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I did it. And, uh, and then while I had it shaved, I, I got cast in Free Willy. And that was 13 weeks and I was out of town. Came back and uh, started doing the audition circuit again. Nothing was happening. And so my, uh, my uh, managers called around and said, you know, is there a problem? They said, no, we love Richard. We just don't know how to cast him without his mustache. Get out of here. I grew it back and I've had it ever since. That's how, huh? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> uh, look, kids, if you go to straightrazors.com, you want to keep that mustache tight, the beard tight, you want to shave it off like I did, straightrazors.com is the place to go. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. It's a, it's a shaving kit, uh, number one ranked aftershave in the world, cologne in the world. Uh, the razors are amazing. I use them every day. I love them. Straightrazors.com. Promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we got carnivoreclub.co. That's a .co. It is a meat of the month club, Richard. Uh-huh. Uh, that, yeah, there it is. <laughs> boom, boom. The hot dog emporium. Yeah. Uh, Jared Taylor. Uh, oh, who yeah. you know you oh, work with. Yeah. King, uh, they, they call him Lord Hot Dog. They call right. him Lord Hot Dog. Yeah, yeah. Huge hot dog fanatic. Uh, Carnivore Club has got the finest meats in the world. They scour the earth for the finest meats. They, they uh, spicy spread of pork, salami, uh, sriracha oh, meats, wow. bacon. Uh, get shipped to your house once a month. Carnivoreclub.co. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. If you're looking for a gift for, for somebody that's hard to buy for, a brother, a weird cousin, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you haven't talked to your dad in 20 years, <laughs> send him a, a meat of the month club, and then you'll be beef fries again. Right. You'll be beef fries again across the board. Next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com, which is an, an energy drink. Uh, you don't need the can anymore. Kick the can. <laughs> it's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch of silver energy. Goes right, boom, right into your, your drinks. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah, you squeeze it right in. It goes into liquors, waters, beers. Boom, you're good to go for five, ten hours. Uh, better than five-hour energy, all the stuff, monster. Uh, it's amazing. It sounds great. Big military. You can kill a lot of people on it. Okay. You can kill a lot of people on it. <laughs> uh, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world. Wow. And they got a subscription on the Month Club, which is nice. Oh. Uh, last but not least is my own book, just because it's me. <laughs> it's a nice she cries while he rides a steed. Oh, it's a great book. I the, love that the book. The best. The oh, best yeah. ever. First ever romance novel for dudes. Funniest book ever written. A lot of people are saying. I would say so. A lot of people are saying the greatest writers of all time are me, Hemingway, and Socrates in that order. Uh huh. In that order. But enough about me, Richard. No, <laughs> you're no, like, never you're like about no, you. <laughs> no. Enough about me. We we've got one of the finest actors uh, of this or any generation. Oh come on. Uh, you're one of the best there is. Nah. One of the best in the biz. Uh, Richard Real. I just, God damn it. You're one of my faves. How many movies have we done together? Five or six? Five or six, I think. Yeah, I think we first met on Whiffler. We did. Yeah. We did. We met on uh, the Ted Whitfield story the, yeah. about the greatest Whiffle Ball player of all exactly. time. Exactly. I, I like, like a lot of people, I had, I had found you through Office Space. 
Oh, okay. How many times have you heard that? I'm sure. It's that's sort of the the most even the go to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, you, and you still hear jump to conclusions. Oh, I do. Yeah, all the time. Although I I hear red stapler a lot too. Yeah, red red stapler. But how many times do they ask you to say jump to conclusions? Like a million times, right? <laughs> a million times. Are you are you sick of it? Or are you like no? Yeah, hell no. That's good. That's good because a lot of people and I had this this conversation with uh, with Jim O'Hare. A, a lot of people have a problem. With being recognized from one thing, and it's like, oh, hey, I do all this other stuff, but it's like, I think you should be grateful for that one Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people come up to me and still quote the first movie I ever did, probably because it was it was a big, you know, cult lasting thing. This movie called The New Guy, and they're like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. can you say a line from The New? I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I also have people who come up to me and are like, hey, I only know you from this thing, and it's like, I, I don't care about that either. Yeah, you're, you're the same way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because I would say that eighty percent, ninety percent of the people that recognize me is from Office Space. But it's I'm really curious that what the other ten, fifteen percent. You know, you know what what uh, another one of mine was of you was Glory. Oh, how great! Yeah, yeah, you were fantastic in Glory. Yeah, that was a fa- that was an amazing film. To be part of. Yeah, and you were awesome, and it was like that that I'll never forget. And then Office Space obviously was was massive, and it's shown over and over and mm. over again. But then it's one of you're one of those actors who shows up in literally every single movie where you're <laughs> like, okay, cool, and you keep lasting, and it just keeps going over and over and recycling. So, uh, you know, I've got a two year old. Uh, Free Willy was you're on. Right. Um, uh, and you're in Free Willy. I, yeah. I took a picture and posted it on, on Facebook, yeah. and I was like, we were friends on Facebook. And and you just live. So now my two-year-old loves you and that knows uh, about you, and it's like, that's got to be amazing, right? It's wonderful, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the people who have kids that, that call me up or that leave messages and say, oh, we just saw Free Willy, didn't know you were in that. Uh, you know, my, we, we watch it. My kids have watched it ten times now. Religiously, yeah, over and over. Because kids, kids, and I don't know, you know, you don't. Do you have children? No, I don't have any kids. Yeah, so yeah. kids, as a as a just a general rule, once they like something, yeah, they just watch it like eighty times in a row. So you'll be ingrained <laughs> in their minds mm-hmm. the rest of their lives, <laughs> um, which is an awesome thing. Oh, it is. That's amazing. Uh, where are you from originally? I grew up in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. All right. Midwest, yeah. just, like, just like me. You went to University of Wisconsin? No, I ended up going to uh, Notre Dame. Get out of here. Yeah. But how are you such a diehard Wisconsin fan? Because we did a movie when Ohio State <laughs> played Wisconsin, yeah. and there was it, the game was going on, exactly. and it was to go to the national championship. Yeah. Um, and it was blood. It was blood sport that day. How did you, you're just a diehard fan because uh, you're from the state? Well, I you know growing up in in uh, near Madison, uh, when in when it was local option law, and the Ma- Madison uh, Dane County was a uh, 18 a county. Right. And it was the uh, it was known as the only uh, school that served beer in the student union at that time. Oh wow! And so uh, any high school anybody with a fake ID was going up to Madison. Every weekend. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So Big I, party school. Absolutely. A spent blast. A, definitely. Spent a lot of time up there. And then my brother, uh, uh, I had two brothers that went to Wisconsin. And uh, the one brother's uh, three daughters all went to Wisconsin. Wow. And then I had, I had two sisters that spent some time there. Okay. So I was constantly But up you went there. to Notre Dame. But I went to Notre Dame. Diehard Notre, Notre Dame's in the tournament, by the way. I they're, know. Yeah, yeah, they're playing uh, this weekend. I think, yeah. In the big dance. Yep. They're in the big dance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is an exciting thing. Yeah. But, but Notre Dame Duke, football. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was close. It was a close game yeah. with Duke. Yeah. Uh, but, but you got a, a, a great football team. Hopefully. You've had a great football team for you. And I say that gingerly. Yeah, it's, I know. I don't know which way that's going to go with Chip Kelly. 
Yeah. Uh, no, it's not Chip Kelly. It's, uh, no, it's, it's the other uh, guy. Uh, uh, yeah, Kelly's gone. Uh, it, no, it was uh, it was down to Kelly and the other guy from uh, shit. What's his name? I, they have a similar build and yeah, body. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I always get the two of them confused. But I don't know if he's going to stay there. That 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 coach. Uh, well, he uh, he's, you know, he has something to prove. Yeah. And so we'll see if he we'll see if he makes it. Because in the national championship, he got housed. Yep. That was. That's a ta- look, and I can only say that to you because Ohio State got house. We yeah. got house in the playoffs, yeah. thirty-four to zero, which yeah. is an embarrassment. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know which way that that, that team's going to go. Yeah, they 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 don't have enough people coming back, and so it'll be all it'll be all new guys. All new guys, so, yeah, yeah. 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 Let's see how he uses it's, them. It, it could be a dangerous. Do you still follow him pretty closely? I, I follow him close, but not that close anymore. You don't know the name of the coach. I not, know, not do I. <laughs> I know. Not, they look, I, and you see him in your hair. Oh, Bri- yeah. Brian Kelly, I think, is his name. Yeah, I think is, you're it, right. is it Brian Kelly? Yeah, it sounds right. I think so, right? Yeah. Chip Kelly, Brian Kelly. Eh. Yeah. Somebody at home will be watching this and be like, well, dude, think, Ross, you were wrong again. Yeah, you're wrong again. Well, I'm wrong a lot on this. Well, I think there's a Cincinnati guy that was, that was Chip Kelly, I think. And yeah. he, he came for, for a, a minute and then left. And I yeah. think this other guy came. I, I, Chip Kelly was the old coach at Oregon. You know, coached the 49ers, right. just got fired. Uh, I want to say it was Brian. I'm going I'm to stick with Brian right. Kelly. Okay, let's go I, with I don't Brian. know if that's Let's go with that. I don't know if that's right. Yeah, I do, uh, I do know that the, that the quarterback that was so much trouble for five years yeah. still has a year of eligibility. And he's How just, is that possible? I know. The guy's going to be playing until he's 90. Yeah, and so he's gone someplace else. He's not playing there. He, no. Yeah. No, he's gone. He's yeah. gone. So you, you go to Notre Dame. Do you study acting in Notre Dame? Uh, eventually. I, I went actually uh, study, uh, studying engineering, managed to, to flunk organic uh, chemistry, and uh, got a D Organic chemistry is tough. I know. Man. It was killer. I, I had to take a chemistry class. And I feel, I, 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 no, I got a D minus. So I got just enough. And I think it's because the professor felt bad <laughs> and was like, hey, if he doesn't pass this, we got to get him out of it. I got a D minus and got, yeah. barely got out of chemistry. That's tough, man. That's too hard. Yeah. But because I was in engineering, I was taking a five-credit uh, uh, AP German course. Right. And I was I was acing that. And the uh, are you fluent? Uh, I used to be. This was you know you, yeah. you got to understand. It's yeah. like learn language like riding a bike. If you don't keep using it, you forget right. it. Yeah. yeah. I used to be fluent in Spanish. Barely know any words now. Yeah. Barely know any words. Yeah. I don't know. I could probably get by if I had to, but uh, I it's nothing that I I would uh, claim. Right. But. Uh, uh, so he said, are you in the sophomore year abroad program? I said, I don't know. I could be. He said, well, you're a German major, aren't you? I said, no problem there. So I switched and became a German major, spent a year and a half in Austria. And, really? Uh, yeah, and that was great. We went to, uh, uh, we were in Salzburg for uh, eight weeks, just total immersion, and then uh, spent two semesters at the University of Innsbruck. And then I got a job working on a farm in Breitenfeld. So it was, it was, it was a great experience. Um, but then I, then I came back and I had no money. And so I got a job working in the psych department. And he, he said, well, you know, you got to be a psych major to have the job. So I said, yeah, I can do that. But uh, I had to take a statistics course. And it was the same problem as the calc. And, and I, you know, I lost it completely on that. Fortunately, the head of the department left at the, at the end of the year. Sure. So now I was just trying to get out of school. Right, Couldn't right. You were just like, I got to get, yeah. get out of here. And one of the guys I've been in Innsbruck with said, well, you know, you can take all the credits you need in speech and drama in one semester. So I did, and that's how you got it. That's how you got hooked. That's how I got hooked. That's how you got hooked. I like. It. I, I got hooked. Uh, I got threatened to be suspended. Yeah. Um. In in high school, and uh, I did. Uh, I was running for student council president. Um. 
uh, so you're supposed to submit a speech, right? Di- di- submitted a faked one. I ended up doing a, a, a an impression of the principal. <laughs> I got threatened to be suspended for two weeks, and she was like, "Look, she was like, Ross, you're very funny. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll cut this suspension if you do drama." And that ah. was that's how I got into drama in high school. You got into I think exactly. people people get into it in weird ways. I, there's rarely people I meet who are successful mm-hmm. who are like, "Oh, I was born to do this." I always wanted to do it. Usually, because yeah, yeah. they're too much. Yeah, like they're they're too much on camera, and it's like, oh. The people who are like, I was born to do this are too dramatic. <laughs> and it's like for film and camera, you can't be like that. No. You can't be like that. So you graduate Notre Dame? Graduate Notre Dame. And then wh- where do you go from there? Uh, unloading railroad ties in Brown Deer, Wisconsin. Get out of here. Yeah. And what year is this? Uh, this would be like uh, 69, 70. Holy shit. Yeah. And what do you think at this point in your life? This is my life? Or, 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 or do you think, ah, I want to go and I want to go to to Hollywood and give this a shot. No, nah, I was waiting to get drafted. Really? Yeah. And were you excited? Were you excited at the prospect of being of being drafted? You know, I I I, I had mixed feelings about it. Uh, but when I got when I got my uh, my notice, I went went there and went through the whole thing, and uh, and I got four uh, F'd. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So I what know. happened? What What do you do after that? So I was looking. I was looking for an inside job because uh, this was January in Wisconsin, and it was pretty cold being outside. On Super cold. Yeah. Yeah. Coldest place on the face of the planet. Yeah. You have. You used to have to. Uh, when the green ties came in, you have, used to have to get on top of the gondolas with a pickaxe and and pick them apart. Yeah. One at a time, and then and then you, the first one that you got out, you threw into a barrel and lit on fire so that you had some some warmth out there. So I, I saw an ad for a um, for a job, an intern job at the uh, uh, Milwaukee Rep. Right. So I went down there and I and I walked into the door and they kind of the their faces sort of fell. I said, "Problem?" They said, "Well, this is a minority job. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's a special uh, it's a special grant we got for this job. But we need some. We do need some a stage manager for this next show. Would you be willing to do that?" And I said, "Sure." So I ended up doing that, and the guys in Notre Dame, it felt bad that I ended up graduating unloaded railroad ties. So they got me a, a teaching assistantship at the University of Minnesota. So I, I went up there in uh, the end of March and uh, got a, a, a master's degree there. Get out of here. Yeah. And then when, when do you go to Los Angeles? Oh, yeah. we were years down the line, yeah. What, what, what took you, what was the final kick to say, hey, I want, I'm, I've got to be an actor. I've got to move to Los Angeles and do this. Um, well, I, had, uh, I ended up doing regional theater for about 20 years all over the country, just kind of going from place to place, essentially living on my car, was in Alaska and, you know, and all, all sorts of great places around the States. And um, I was in Seattle for a little bit, and this uh, director that I was working with had, had just uh, got a, a, written a play that was going to be on Broadway. Right. And she said, well, if you can come out, I can't offer you the role, but if you can come out and audition, I think it may be something for you. So I went out and auditioned and, and got cast. And um, so I was in New York. I still didn't have an agent or anything. I just had been doing all this stuff on my own up till then. And uh, my girlfriend at the time had come out, and uh, she, said, uh, she said, look, uh, uh, I, I'm doing all these commercials here, but, I was, but my commercial people told me that there's uh, more work in L.A., so I'm thinking of moving to L.A., why don't you finish up the show here and then come out and, and join me there? 
So I did, and uh, the, it got out here, and, and we immediately split up. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it never works out. Never does it? Out. No, never. When you move to LA with a girl with this with this ambition, exactly, never works out. Not <laughs> one single time. I've never met anybody who's like, man, I moved to LA with this girl, and I started my dream, and we ended up together. <laughs> never happens. No, no, no. no. But I got Ferris Bueller. Uh, uh, it was the last pilot that they did that season. Sure. And I had actually, I literally had an, had a. a the other half of the round trip ticket back to New York in my pocket. Get out of here. No. And what, what, what year is this? This is uh, 1989, 1990. And how old are you? That would be... Uh, that was a slump. That was a huge slump. You were yeah, like, oh, yeah, boy. I was uh, probably 40 then. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no, that can't be, can't be 40. That's not right. Ah, maybe it is. 80, 40. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. There it is. There it is. So, it, it, would you consider that your first big break? That was pretty much my first big break. I got, I got that, and then we did 13 weeks of that. Uh, that was Jennifer Aniston's first uh, sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of good people involved with that. And, uh, and then uh, I stayed and did the, uh, the pilot season and got into a pilot that uh, Dan Aykroyd was the lead of, but it didn't go anywhere. So uh, Dan Aykroyd was the lead of a pilot and didn't get picked up. Right. What what happens there? Because you, in your mind as an actor, you're probably thinking, "I said this is it. I, yeah. it I'm good. We're yeah. good. It was just going for five seasons yeah. at least." Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, it was called uh, CCPD, and it was a, a takeoff on cops. And there were two other takeoffs on cops, and they ended up going with the one Bakersfield PD. Really? Yeah. You're kidding me. Yeah. With Dan Aykroyd and you, and it doesn't go. Yeah. What's the world coming to when that doesn't <laughs> Who go? Knows? I know, right? Yeah, exactly. You look back and say, what the, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, that's what I would have said. Exactly. Ah, oh, that's insanity. So what happens after that? Well, so, th so then that, that year, uh, they started putting me up for, uh, for movies. I did uh, uh, Free Willy, uh, Of Mice and yep. Men, uh, uh, The Fugitive. And I ended up doing seven, seven films that year. Holy shit! Yeah, if, still, and you're still doing seven movies a year to I'm, this day. I'm still well now. I am, but but in in those days you could make a living doing seven. seven yeah. <laughs> now it's like hey, because yeah. uh, all of mine are 125 dollars. Like and yeah, but they, but you don't do them because of the money. I know you don't. Uh, yeah. A lot, but a lot of people do, and I, and I guess. Uh, we, we had talked about this before going on air. Like you're one of my favorite actors, not only for that because you you love you genuinely love to act. Yeah, uh, you love being on set. You you love doing uh, the work, which a lot of people don't. Mm. Uh, a lot of people are there for the paycheck. Yeah. Uh, that that I get a lot, and it's uh, it would I think it would alter your mind how much people turn down to do roles where you're like, wait, what? Because um, yeah. it, it it is crazy. Uh, take this last movie we did, Range 15. Right. And, and I have, like, uh, people know me. I do my own movies. I, and I don't have to audition. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about Hollywood at all. So I, I can out these people. But, yeah. like, you take Chevy Chase. Yeah. Uh, we, they, they offered him $150,000 for one day. Uh, and he said no. Oh, my gosh. He said no. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and it's, but that's what you're, yeah. that, that's, that's the other side of what you're dealing with. Whereas you, 125 like that that's because you love to do the films and that, and that's what it is and again like uh what what you offer people is outside of my control like it's usually the financiers that do all sure. this stupid shit and they have you know places to sell the movie overseas and, yeah. and a lot of people don't understand that and they're like all right great yeah we can't get that and uh, but you genuinely are, are an actor's actor you love to act 
you do I know, I, absolutely. You do everything, and I heard a rumor about you, and I don't know if this is true, and I, I'd love to confirm it. Okay. I heard you don't turn down anything. Um, there's very few things that I've been offered that I've ever turned down. How bad was it that you turned it down? I couldn't get through the script. <laughs> get out of here. No. Because of vulgarity or nudity or no, pornography? No, because or... I couldn't make any, any sense out of it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it didn't, there were, there was one that, that it didn't make any sense, any sense because it was just slasher, gasher, I mean, it was, right, 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 there right. was just no, no, no reason for it, but um, it was interesting what happened, I, I was kind of on a, on a pretty steady pace doing a couple of films, and, and, uh, and I got this series, uh, uh, Grounded for Life, Right, and I did the first two seasons, and it was a great experience. I mean, uh, uh, Donald, uh, Donald Logan, and 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 and, uh, uh, and and Kevin and Megan. I mean, everybody was really top of the line people, and they had some great writers. And um, uh, but after the second season, uh, and I and a- after the second season, I realized I had an hiatus, and I had a chance to go and do a play on Broadway. So I went and did that, and I was in New York, and they and I, they called and they said, uh, "Look, we're." Uh, we're not going to use your character as a regular next season. And I said, okay, what does that mean? He said, well, you know, we may bring you back occasionally as a, a recurring, but we have no, we're, 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 we're going to co- concentrate on the kids. And I said, okay, fine. So I, I called up my agent. I said, look, I've, when I go to see movies, I always want to go to see the independent films. Sure. Because there's, there's usually so, they, they can be great, they can be, okay but there's always a passion behind him there's something that really is exciting and pe- that, and people are putting their, everything into it is there any way that you can get me into some of these and they said oh well they don't go through uh breakdown and you know, blah 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 we never know what's what's happening with them i said well just see what you can do well that's that year they managed to get me auditions for mysterious skin greg Araki's film sure for um uh, uh, the um, palindromes, Ted Solondz's film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And for uh, Larry Clark's film called uh, Ned Park. Yeah. And I met with met with those guys. I did a little. They end up being reading. visionary. Le, 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 yeah. They, well, they and it was wonderful because because I ended up doing all three of them and had a great time. And it was all three were so different in in the, the, the what the film was and what and and how they were working and all that. And I really enjoyed it. And um. And it, but it, what had happened is that it gave me street cred in terms of doing independent films. Sure. So now people didn't just say, oh, he's, you know, he's the guy from Grounder for Life or he's the guy from Office Space. He wouldn't even consider it. And, and I began to get scripts sent to me. And it was nice because after having done um, two years of Grounded for Life as a regular, I was able to uh, not make decisions based on, on, on the paycheck. Right. I could make them based exclusively on the um, content, on the, on the content, yeah. on the script, on the character, and on, on the people I'm going to be working with. Right. And, I, yeah. Which, which is, is amazing. Like, you, would you say you live a dream life? Like, hey, this is my, this is, you're living your dream, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, is that it really, it reinvigorated me. In, in many ways, because because going on all these new sets is is really exciting. I mean, I'm I'm supposed to go to to New Mexico at the end of this month to do a first time 
director is Western. Sure. And it's a great story. He, yeah. wrote, he wrote a wonderful story. Yeah. I have no idea what it's going to be like, but it's going to be exciting. I yeah, it's going to yeah. be great. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be great. I, I will say this. Here's how good, uh, for, for those of uh, the audience at home, I'm actually going to look in the camera on this because um, we're also an audio show as well. Yeah. Um, pre- pretty big. Not to, not to toot my own horn, but the show's pretty big. I guess. Um, and uh, I, I want to say this. Richard is, is one of the finest actors uh, that, that we have, but also like, I, I, I take you for granted, uh, on, on the fact that you don't miss a line. I, I, you never rarely ever <laughs> miss a line. And no matter who I'm working with, especially on an independent budget. And this is what a lot of people don't get. You don't have a lot of time. You don't have yeah. a lot of money and you need the actors to be prepared and get it right. You always get it right. And as a director, I always feel myself shifting your scenes to the end because chances are somebody's fucked it up to start the day off <laughs> and you know you're going to be late. Yeah. So therefore, your guy, your anchor at the end of the night, because you can't go into overtime and pay right. all the money oh, to all the crew, everybody else is you where it's like, man, I know Richard will knock it out at the end of the night, oh. but that keeps you on set so much longer than you should oh, I be. Love and it's it. like, no. I, I, know, I know, but I, I'm guilty of it and I'm sure. A lot of directors are. So as you keep going on throughout your career, look for that. And I guarantee you that's the reason why. If you okay. start fucking up your lines, then they'll be like, oh, so we got to get Richard in earlier. So we get him out. But if because you crush time and time again, oh, wow. they shift you to later in the day because at the end, you know, that's the guy that's not going to miss. And so therefore, as a, as a producer and as a director, you're like, all right, great. Look, we, we shifts Richard towards the end because at the at the at the beginning, <laughs> these guys are fucking up the day. We got to get Richard to the end. He's gonna knock it out and crush. And that's I think the last two because we've done so many films. Yeah, I think the last two or three I've done that for that exact reason of I know that guy's not gonna miss at the end of the day. I know which how much time we have left, mm-hmm. and I know he'll kill it. Um, oh, thanks. And, and and for any younger actors who are watching at home and aspiring to do this and have a career. As long and, and, and illustrious as yours, who's, who's been in so many movies, mm. memorization is key. Oh, God, yeah. Knowing your lines is key because if you fuck it up, you're, you're gone or you're gone in the edit. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gone in the edit. You are impossible to edit out because you, you crush it <laughs> and your performance is so amazing. But that, this, again, this, is, this goes along with being a great actor who has a long career. Uh, you've got to be prepared. You've got to know. Your, you've got, and you know all your angles, too. Yeah, you know all the camera angles. You know exactly where you are, and you know how to to say it with the repetition so that it matches the take before. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's easier for an editor to cut. You were a, a director and editor's dream, <laughs> which is like it, it, it's so rare. You have no idea. Oh my gosh! Well, thanks. yes. So uh, if there, if you were ever wondering, like, hey. I, I don't know what the key to my success is. That's a lot because word gets around where it's like Richard doesn't miss. Richard knows his editing, oh and like gosh. yeah, so we hear that behind the scenes, and so and the casting directors know it too. Mm. So they're like, oh, if you need a pro for these scenes, like you, you got to get Richard. And that I don't know if you know that or not. Not that, totally aware. I mean, that's just what I do. I know, but yeah. that's that behind the scenes. That's what you're known for, and that's what casting knows you for. Ah. So they're like, if you need somebody dependable who's going to knock this out of the park and not fuck up your debt, you got to get Richard. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and so that's your name pops up all the time, uh, and I hate I hate to use the term character actor because mm-hmm. uh, I think all actors all are, actors are, characters, are yeah. actor. But w- I, would you consider yourself a character actor? Oh or? yeah, I was never anything else but. I mean, I was, I, I was. It took me. Reason I had regional theater for so long is it took me that long to age into the 
uh, to be the appropriate age for the roles that I've been doing since I was, you know. Yeah, because that you play everything across the board. Yeah. You know, which is from from Santa. You've you've been a Santa before. <laughs> I think twelve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twelve, twelve Santas. Yeah, I think so. Uh, a dad. I'm sure you've been a grandpa. Yeah. Like, because all of that stuff. But, but those are roles that you always need in films and oh, yeah. TV shows. Yeah, absolutely. That's. Everybody else is like, ah, I want to be the lady man. I want to do this. And it's like, that's great and all, but it's hard to make a living like that. Whereas yeah. you make a steady living all throughout your career. Yep. And you're always excellent. And it's, they keep bringing you back. So a little known fact, again, with all these casting directors is uh, there's a handful of you guys that, are, that, are, that they call them the go-tos. Uh-huh. Uh, there's about five or six of you. You're one of them. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So all the casting directors, uh, you, uh, Jim O'Hare, who's yeah. on the show. Uh, a guy named Bobby Ray Schaefer is always, oh, sure. always delivered. Ray Weiss. Yeah. Uh, Barry Boswick. Like, yes. And they're always like, these guys are, are the pros and the, and, the, and the best of the biz, and you get them in, and, and wow. you will never have a problem with them. They'll always be great on set. They'll always be lovely to work with. <laughs> uh, Bruce McGill is another oh, one. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's, but, but that circle is very small, and so they go around to all of you guys, and they call your agents because you guys are working so much. <laughs> And they're like, is, 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 is he free? Is he free? And they just go down the line, and, and it's in a circle, and, and you, you guys are the six or seven wow. that are the go-tos. Yeah. 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 Well, out of all these films, what, what, what was your favorite to work on? Um, I think Mice and Men was. Yeah? Yeah, it was very interesting because it was a, it was a, a book I had read. It was a, a play I had We all it. read that as a kid, yeah, by the way. of course. And I, I, th- it is a book that resonates. Yeah. Where you're like, that lasts the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I had done it as a play a couple of times. Uh, but I'd never been cast as Carlson, uh, the guy who shoots the dog. And, um, and uh, it was uh, uh, Gary Sinise and, and, and John Malkovich, and they, right. they were putting it together, and they, they asked me to read that role. And so I did. And then we had a great time. And, they, and Gary was very smart in how he, in how he managed it. We, we had um, a week of rehearsal that was, uh, that was, in, in, it was one of those. Uh, You're lucky to get a week these days. Well, it was, it was, it wasn't these, those days. It was like 1991 or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but these days, oh, I, I know. you don't get any rehearsal. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. And, um, uh, and Horton Foote, who had co-wrote with Gary the, the uh, screenplay, yep. was there also for the, uh, for the week of rehearsal. And we uh, rehearsed it like a, like a play. And by the end of the week, we could have you know, done it as a play. And so everybody was very familiar, very comfortable with it. And then when, when they made out the shooting schedule, uh, the Bunkhouse gang uh, shot th- uh, three to four days every week. And uh, so but it kept us always in the, uh, involved in it. Sure. Rather than shooting, you know, one of the, you know, one of the, one of the other, some other people out. And then um, uh, we were up in um, uh, San Inez on this, on this great uh, ranch there, and they had, you know, and it, we just had a great time. And uh, uh, every day at the end of uh, at the at the end at wrap, because most of this most of the stuff had to be done in daylight. Right. So they would uh, Gary would have everybody come and watch the dailies from two days before with uh, you know beer. He and let sandwiches. you watch the dailies. Yeah. So that's rare because a lot of directors don't want the actors to see what they're doing, Absolutely. so it gets in their head. Yeah. 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 But he, you know, he kind of he said. Come if you want to come. You don't have to come. This is mainly just, you know, an end of the day, get together, have some beers. And, and you know, I'm watching the dailies. If you want to watch the dailies, you can watch sure. it. Yeah, yeah. And, but it was nice. There was, a sense of, there was a sense of family about it and all the way through. And that was great. Yeah. So that, yeah. Was, that, was, your, that was your big one. That think, was your yeah. favorite. That was your favorite of all yeah, time. Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I probably can't ask you your least favorite, right? Um, 
it would be hard it would be hard to say it would be probably something that you know that i i don't remember anymore because they've changed the title so many times that you know but there weren't there weren't any that were that um where the experience of doing it was bad right Sometimes though the films didn't. The films turn out, <laughs> but you don't know how the films are going to turn out. You never know. Anyway, yeah. all of these you don't know how the films are going to turn yeah. out. Like you, you take it with the best intentions, and you're like, you know, I, I've read scripts and auditioned for things and gotten to things where I was like, I was going to win an Oscar. Yeah. And then it turns out to be a piece of shit. Then there's other movies where you're like, ah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that movie. Yeah. And then it blows up, and you're like, oh my god, I, there, there is no rhyme or reason to it. None. And that's why I, I, I think it is important as a young actor. You should always work no matter what. Do what Richard yeah. does um, because it's uh, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you should always work. Work as much as you can. Exactly. Uh, get the experience and the, and the whole thing. Plus, you don't know who these directors or producers are going to be. Right. Because they, they blow up and you're like, oh, man, I remember. You probably worked with them early on in their career. You're like, that, that guy's big. Like, yeah. 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 No, it's, 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 it's a wonderful way. And, I, and there's no reason not to say yes. No. Yeah. Uh, there isn't, but, you, but your agent or manager will tell you not to say yes, well, which I'm sure you've heard a lot. Well, that was the whole, that was the whole thing with, with uh, getting them to, to get me to, to, to switch their, their, uh, their uh, intention of, of the kind of films that they were um, setting me out for to more independent films. Yeah. And once they, once they saw, I mean, uh, Palindromes had, had a lot of uh, heat. Um, uh, Mysterious Skin had a ton of heat. That was uh, Joey Gordon-Levitt's first big film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and and so the, you know, they began to be willing to you know to 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 encourage encourage me to, to to do these things. And they also got to the point where they didn't hold anything back. I mean, they weren't they would make decisions without sending me the script first, without sure. talking to me first, which made a big difference. That's great. Yeah. Was there something you auditioned for over the years where you were like, man, I wish it was that one? Is there one movie where you're like, man, I wish it was that one? There was, a, there was an interesting uh, process. I, went, I auditioned for Titanic to be part of the... Uh, of, of, uh, small uh, movie. Yeah, small movie. Indie. Yeah. Indie. Yeah. Few yeah. theaters. Few I, theaters. Yeah. I wanted to, yeah. yeah. And it, it was part of Kathy Bates' group. And... Um, uh, and uh, and I did the audition and didn't hear anything for a while, and I was doing an, I was doing another film, and was almost done shooting it. Had one more day, but they, things kept happening that the day kept moving, and then they got the call from uh, from Titanic. We want you to come and do it. Uh, it's in Rosarita. We need you to be there this day. So he's got this one day. He needs to finish on this other film. Can we work around it? And they spent three or four days trying to make this thing happen. And eventually decided it was it was too dangerous to to, you know, to think that I could get in and out of uh, uh, of Mexico to finish this film. Both sides said no. Really? Yeah. Man, so you could have been you could have been in Titanic. Could have been in Titanic. Boy, <laughs> could you imagine the residuals off? Well, that's of that? like that's what I keep thinking about. <laughs> Boy, for for years and years and years, yeah. your residuals have to be insane after doing two hundred plus movies, right? Um, yes and no. I mean, I get residuals for um, two cents. I get yeah, so do I. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, get, you get two cents, but then you get like uh, four hundred dollars, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not as much. Yeah, not as much anymore, right? <laughs> no, yeah, no. Yeah. Every, everything is going is, is everything's is, diluted with the internet and yeah, and, it's streaming yeah, yeah. and electronic. Yeah, you know, it's not the even. I did I did um, uh, uh, Legend of Korra for Nickelodeon. Yes, and uh, it's a voice. It's an animated thing, and they did the first the first season and. Uh, 
And then when they began re-showing re it, got, you know, got nice uh, uh, money from that. The second season, they didn't re-show it regularly. They went right to uh, electronic. And yep. so suddenly it went from it went from $17 an episode to $6 an episode. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, now it's 30 cents an episode. I know, I know, I know. And you're like, man, you still want to be an actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, for, for a while, I mean, and, and probably it still is if I looked at it, it was over 50% of my yearly income. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because it, it used to be a big deal back in the day. Yeah. I, I think that uh, that writer's strike was what nuked everything. Yeah. Because the, the writer's strike went on for, for so long that, because the, the actor's contract was up after that. SAG right. contract was right. up after that. That they and, jumped. Yes. And everybody went to after. And once they switched to after, because after had nothing in no. place, no residuals, nothing. Yeah. And then SAG merged with after. But, but at that point, it was, it was kind of fucked. Yeah. yeah. And there was no going back. And you were like, oh, man. This is the end of the residual boats yeah. for this, uh, and then digital happened, and yeah, and, yeah. well, digital was the, uh, digital was the big problem because uh, 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 SAG. This is twenty years ago. Uh, a contractor they thought the money was going to be in the European, yeah, and they, oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they all went that way, and they didn't, and they said, okay, well, we'll let you just have this. Uh, this uh, video didn't care about it. Yeah, didn't care about it. I, yeah. I remember uh, Barry Boswick on, on the last movie. Yeah. Um, so many people, you know, everybody's got that one movie that they remember for you or like you for. With Barry, it's um, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, sure, of course. So I said, Barry, what, what are your residuals like on on, on Rocky Horror Picture Show? Like they're non-existent. Nothing. Yeah. And he goes, because before, you know, when we shot that movie, um, it was theatrical and theatrical only. He goes, we didn't know about VCR. No. Because you know, it was VCR tapes and yeah. then DVDs and all the other stuff. And he goes, that wasn't in our contract. Right. So they don't get any of that money. And it's just like, oh, boy. Same with electronic now where it's, you know, digital, where it's yeah. like, hey, guys, digital is the only thing. Like, <laughs> you know, if I meet somebody who asks to sign a DVD, it is a rarity. It's almost yeah. like, hey, would you sign this picture of Bigfoot for me? It's like, yeah, I got I to miss me and a photo of Bigfoot. You want to you sign? I was like, oh, you got a picture with Bigfoot? Like, that's what it is. And it was like I, I, they missed the boat on that, unfortunately. We were just like. Oh boy, yeah. uh, but but uh, is there is there one movie for for you personally that is like your dream movie? Like, hey, I wish I could do a biopic about this. Or oh god, is there any one dream movie that you haven't got to do? Because again, you do s as many movies as as you have. I'm sure there's one where you're like, man, I wish I could have done this, or I wish I could have been a part of this one. Like, is there a favorite movie that you've seen where you're like, man, I would have killed to be in this? I really wanted to be in Rudy. Really? Did yeah. you audition for Rudy? No, never got an audition. No. Yeah. I, uh, uh, Sean Astin was in Range yeah. 15 oh, with yeah. us. Um, Rudy's one of our faves. Yeah. Yeah. Who did you want to be in Rudy? I figured his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would have been great. Yeah. He would have been great as the dad in Rudy. Yeah. Uh, that would have been awesome. That would have been fun. Uh, what about one you auditioned for where you're like, man, besides Titanic? Um, golly. Recently. Is there anything recently where you're like, hey, man, I really wanted this? Well, um, uh, there's, I mean, every audition I go on really wanting it and, uh, and at the same time, uh, willing to forget it. The, sure, you know, sure, sure. Go on. But, you, but you're, you're good about forgetting. I'm not like, I remember ah. all the ones that I auditioned for and I was like, I didn't get that. And then it blew up and I was like, fuck. Whenever I see it on, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. I remember auditioning for, for the original Spider-Man, like things like that, where you're just like, uh, I didn't get that. Uh, well, I, I. I, I just I just recently went and saw um, uh, Logan. Yes, and I had auditioned both for 
the guy that gets uh, mugged at in the in the little prelim thing yeah, that yeah, they have yeah, a yeah, Deadpool, yeah. and for and you didn't get that and didn't get that, and for uh, the role that Jim Handy did as as the doctor. No shit. Yeah. I would have figured they would just yeah, give, give that to you. Like, oh, hey, it's, it's Richard. Like, we'll give that to him. Yeah, and, the, and the, the, the one for the Logan thing was, was hilarious because you had to stay and, and, um, uh, and do matchups with all these, with all the, these thugs. Yeah. And then, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but the only, time you, the only time you actually see, you never see the thug, and the only time you see no, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy is at the very end yeah, when he's lying yeah. on his stomach you know, drink, eating ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> that's it that's all you see yeah uh what do you got coming up what do you got coming down the pipeline well i uh, i i i go to uh new mexico to do this um uh western called hyde park play a a, a sleazy lawyer that uh is in the pocket of the of the ranchers that are, are trying to buy up all the land because the rail is coming through yeah you know and uh and then um and then i go to uh michigan to do this uh this movie called uh, well, they changed the title again. It was for a while called Red Shirt, and it's about a about a kid that uh, is on the diving team that is having personal problems, and uh, and they get out, they blow out of hand, and his mother uh, feels that he's a danger to himself or others. So he call she calls the the uh, the uh, university and the police and everything gets no help. So she goes to try and, and, and help them herself. Yeah. yeah. You're always working. Yeah, they're fun stuff. Yeah, you've always got, you've always got a, ton of, a ton in the pipeline coming well, out. I keep trying to. Ah, you're, 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 the, you're one of the best in the business. Uh, this is the part in the show where we get to the revolutionary figure of the week. Um, and you know what? I'm going to give this one to Betsy Ross for, for sowing right. the American flag only because... Richard, you're you're a national treasure, and you deserve <laughs> to be sewn in the flag. Uh, again, one of the finest actors we have, um, and I hope people at home recognize this. I hope they realize it, uh, because truly, you are one of the finest a- actors we have uh, in, in America. And if there there is a flag sewn of Hollywood <laughs> one day, you've got to be in that flag. Well, you got to be in that flag. Have you left your life rights to anybody? Have you heard about this? They're they're. Uh, they're, they're, people are, are leaving their, their life rights because you can create oh, for commercials. And yeah, things? yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can recreate them CGI. Uh, have you left any life rights <laughs> out yet. there? No, 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 no family members <laughs> that you're leaving your life rights no, to. No. Who are those residuals going to? I, I don't know. I don't. I haven't even met a will yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do I it. Should, Leave yeah. me your life rights, okay. and then I'll put you in all of these weird movies for the next thirty years. Where all it's like, right, you got it, that. Yeah, because well, you're gonna live. Look, you'll live long past me. But in case you don't, I'm going to put you in like the weirdest movie ever oh, good. and just keep your spirit alive. Because every time you show up in a movie, my, it's, I know it's going to be a, a, a fun movie. It's going to be you're going to be one of my favorites. And uh, and again, one of the finest actors we have in America. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, uh, thank you, I love you as an actor and I, and I love you as a friend. Um, thank you, Russ. And I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, this is the Ross Patterson Revolution. This is Richard Real, folks. Uh, one of the finest actors we have. Thank you so much, man. I love you, buddy.